came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it. So I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's going to be a good game. But I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31 to 27 and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Aaron Rodgers uh, and his people were like, they listened to our episode and they said, hold our cheese head or coat. Donovan Mitchell, who right now looks to be a superstar. Just amazing. And I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price. The Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they give up. Yeah, that's not just the Chiefs. That's that's Andy Reid. He he knows the he knows the defenses so well because he's such a great offensive mind. That well, um, you said you can't bet against Tom Brady, and as a Cowboys fan, and what I just did last weekend, I am not gonna bet against Aaron Rodgers. It was a great series. Game four was one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. Just goes to show the off- the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draatseidel. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're, they are very, very good. Yeah, and I really think the Clippers' chance to win the championship was last year. And they were up 3-1 against the Denver Nuggets. Hello, I'm Taylor Herner. You listen to the Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our 33rd episode. Uh, Our last episode was Super Bowl predictions. And Austin went 6.5 out of 11. And I went 4.5 out of 11. Make sure to go to our last episode to see what those entire predictions are. And... We changed the schedule about the NBA episode. That will be our next episode. And today we'll be reviewing our Super Bowl predictions and how the game actually went. I'll let Austin start it off. Yeah, so first, I feel like we should go over our predictions. And then we'll dive into what happened, how the Bucks won, and basically what happened during the game. So the first uh, prediction we made was over the anthem, which you were right. It was over two minutes. I the last couple uh, Super Bowl anthems have gone under, so I was hoping that the trend would continue, and it didn't. Yeah, those country singers, man, they like to drag it out. <laughs> yeah, they, they they keep it slow, keep it slow, and then we both uh, went our separate ways on the heads or tails. I had heads, which was right, and you had tails, so we're tied one one. And then kick or receive, we both thought that whoever won would receive. And I, I'm really surprised the Chiefs didn't. They needed to get that spark to start the game, and they just couldn't do it. And it kind of showed throughout the game. Uh, so we're both wrong there. The first score, we did player and team, because I kind of assumed that there was going to be a touchdown first. Like, there was going to be a touchdown in the game. So, uh, well, I mean, not for the Chiefs, but... Uh, <laughs> So I was right. I get a half point here because the Chiefs were the first team to score. But the first player to score, not obviously a kicker, the first player to go into the end zone, Kevin got right with Gronk. So we both get get half points there. And then we had our three straight predictions that we went the same way, and we we swept those three. We both said Kelsey would get the most receiving yards, and he did with 133 on 10 receptions. We had the most rushing yards being the Bucs, who had, I think, 145. Uh, and then we both had uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick Mahomes having the most passing yards, and he had 270 to Tom Brady's 201. 
uh, in the most touchdown passes, I said equal three, and Kevin said Mahomes was four. Uh, we gave me a half credit here because Tom Brady reached three, even though Mahomes had zero, which is tough. Super Bowl MVP, I win this one also, as I had Brady winning MVP and Kevin and Kelsey. And then the score, I got wrong, but I had the team right who won. The Bucks. Uh, the score wasn't even close to what I predicted. I thought it was going to be a close nail-biting game, and then the Bucks uh, played, and the Chiefs didn't think it was a Super Bowl. And the Gatorade color, to everybody's surprise, was blue. I could not believe that it was blue. I thought red, both teams are red. Kevin thought orange because orange is the most it's the most used color for the Super Bowl. Uh, especially uh, last year when both teams were red, they used orange. And this year was blue. What? <laughs> it's it was shocking. It was blue uh, for the Cowboys because Oh, we'll oh that, that means they're again. winning it next year. Yeah, that means they're winning <laughs> we're it next year. We're never going to be there again. Yeah. I don't know. The Orange didn't predict anything. The Bengals weren't all that good. The Brown oh wait, maybe it predicted the Browns would be better. It's true. Uh, we don't know. We don't know. Okay, so let, let's dive into the game. What what were your thoughts about the game? Yeah, and if the Super Bowl MVP trophy could go to a coach, it would most certainly go to Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles is the guy that was the New York Jets head coach, and he didn't do quite that well. He got fired from there. And he eventually joined Bruce Arians with the Buccaneers. And I think after this performance, he definitely, teams should look at him this upcoming season and see how well he's doing. Because no offense, no one found a way to stop this Chiefs offense except Todd Bowles. So everyone's looking for the young guy. They're looking for McVay. I think take a shot out, Todd Bowles, get him a second shot at head coach and see if he can do it. But you have to, if you're going to take a shot at him as a head coach, you're going to need to have a good defensive people, uh, defensive players already there. What do you think? Yeah. So I think another guy that deserves some look at is Byron Leftwich. I thought he was a very impressive uh, caller of the plays. Bruce Arians doesn't call any plays, and he trusts Byron Leftwich. And so did Tom Brady. When Tom Brady came, he looked at the coaching, and he's like, I could do something with that. I trust these guys. And if Tom Brady is going to trust somebody, I think those players – I mean, those coaches deserve some look into. Um, I know he had Tom Brady and he had a great offense, but the scheme was there. They, he knows how to run the ball because of the experience he's gained now from Tom Brady, knowing how to instill the play action, knowing how to instill the run early. I think he will be a quality coach somewhere as long as he's given the opportunity with some, like you said, pieces on the offensive side for Byron Leftwich to work with. What else do you think about the game? Um, I was just so surprised with how well this defense has played just throughout this entire postseason. They've had at least one interception and an interception against three former Super Bowl MVPs, Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes. And I think this is like the big reason they won the game. It, they just shut down that Chiefs offense. It was the first time ever Mahomes has not thrown a touchdown pass, which is crazy. And I think it resembled the... Super Bowl 50 Broncos defense they weren't as dominant but they did exactly what they needed to do and they gave enough they stopped uh the Chiefs offense and let Tom Brady do what he does and that helped them win the game what do you think yeah that Broncos defense just like this Bucks defense torched one of the best offenses in the league and turned them into a, a wreck team that Panther squad 
had an amazing offense. Jonathan Stewart is a running back. Cam Newton, who was MVP. It's, they had all these great players. But then, like you said, they just got – they met a defense that only allowed 10 points against him. In this game, they only allowed nine points against the Chiefs, who I would argue is a better defense. But like both of these defenses, the difference was the defensive line. They really put pressure on the quarterback and made him make tough throws, forced him to have to make perfect throws. And I honestly think Patrick Mahomes, more times than not, made very catchable throws. And it came down to the Chiefs receivers not catching them. Um, the, the major difference for me between the Bucks defense, this Bucks defense, and the Broncos defense was stars. That one guy that just was so good that he could win Super Bowl MVP, and that was Vaughn Miller. They had Shaquille Barrett, who uh, only played like 34% of the snaps. They had Malik Jackson, who, who scored that touchdown after Vaughn Miller forced the fumble. But this Bucks defense was pretty equal. I, I uh, Like I said, JPP... And uh, Shaq Barrett were pretty uh, close to, they were very similar in this game. The Dominican Sioux played it, probably the best as any D lineman did for the team. Vita Vea made some clutch run stops. And then Devin White, who I thought was the star of the show. He was running everywhere, stopping the run, stopping those, uh, out, uh, those runs to Tyree Kill or to Byron Pringle or to any player who got it in the backfield. Devin White was making the play, or Levante David, who had some great pass breakups. But it's a really, it's a team effort. And uh, give some props to the Bucks offense, because everybody's like, oh, they handed Tom Brady the victory. Well, Tom Brady also put up 31 points. Like, let's not, the defense didn't score any touchdowns like they did for Vaughn Miller. Like, Vaughn Miller literally strips sacks and got a fumble. And then on another play, gets uh, Cam to fumble again, and they almost score a touchdown there, and then they just run it in. The game was more won by the defense for the Broncos. In this case, the, it was a balancing act. Both sides pulled their weight perfectly, and that's what led to a blowout. What else do you think about Mahomes' play? Yeah, like you were talking about how he made he made some incredible throws under duress, and like there was one where he's laying out and he just throws it with like his arm, and it was incredible. Shows his arm strength, and that's just one of them. There's one where he's literally falling on his back. And, like, it was difficult for the wide receiver. But if the wide receiver had caught that, it'd be, like, the best catch ever. And it'd be a touchdown. And I think the receivers needed to help out Mahomes. Mahomes was getting attacked. Uh, so I don't blame all this on Mahomes. Um, I kind of blame it on some of the coaching staff and some of the wide receivers. Mahomes played good. He played good. He didn't play great which I think needed to happen if you like, he needed to make a few more plays, but if our wide receiver catches it, it's an incredible play. And then I'm going to go to the other quarterback, Tom Brady. Um, he, this, uh, I think you were right. It was a balancing act. And this Tampa Bay offense was not as hampered like the Broncos offense. Peyton Manning was not the Peyton Manning of old. He was a guy who father time had caught up. And then on the other hand, back to Tom Brady, he is a guy who's fending off father time. It's incredible. And I know we've talked about Tom Brady and how great he is. I'm not a huge fan of him as a quarterback, like quarterback skill, but quarterback is just more than being a great person that can throw the ball. It's about leading your team. It is why quarterbacks get paid so much money. And Tom Brady went from 
New England, where you can argue Bill Belichick had a huge part in all the Super Bowl wins. But he goes to Bruce Arians, who's a good coach, but he's in, he installs a new culture in the first year they win the Super Bowl, which is incredible. Like Peyton Manning talked about when he came to the Broncos, how it, it was in hard for him to interact with his wide receivers. And you talk about what the Bucks did with like getting Antonio Brown, getting Gronk, getting Leonard Fournette, and they all wind up on the same page during a pandemic. That's incredible. And that just goes to show how Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. He he ha- is definitely a top five quarterback in just throwing the ball, but is undoubtedly number one in being the greatest player of winning seven Super Bowls and changing a team that was seven and nine to a team that goes all the way in the Super Bowl its first year together. What do you think? Yeah, it's amazing. But I'm going to go to the Chiefs side really quick. And I'm going to say the reason why they lost is because they 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 blocked only five people per play. There is very rare that they, they blocked Travis Kelsey, as you predicted the game before. They're going to block him, and then he's going to release. Well, they never even blocked him. And they needed to. They needed to put another tight end in there to block. They needed to put their Darrell Williams or Clyde Edwards-Hilaire back there just to block. You have Tyreek Hill. If they're blitzing you and you can get time, Tyreek will get open. McCole Hardman will get open. Sammy Watkins will get open. But when you don't have any time, he just has to run around. And he's not even looking down the field to see if you're open because he's running for his life. I think Andrew Reid was a little bit too confident in his players' ability to get open against a cover two defense and a little too confident in his own line. I know it was you want to be confident because of how great they played, but injuries are a major factor in football. And you have to realize that it's not a pride thing. It's a we let's go win a Super Bowl. It's fine. You need help, but let me help you. And, and it, it, I didn't see Andy Reid, which I think really hurts his legacy, is because he's this offensive mind. Oh, he can't lose. It's a two-week break. And now he's 0-2 versus Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. And the defense has always been a big part. But in both of those Super Bowls, Tom Brady has scored 32 points against the Eagles, which they won 32-29, and 31 points against the, the Chiefs this year. It's not like Tom Brady hasn't done his part. And that's what I think my the hardest thing for me to swallow is when people say, oh, Tom Brady's not that great. He's like Robert Ory. He's just with great defenses, great players on his team. And I'm I, – I, it, football's different than basketball, where a player can get carried by LeBron, can get carried by Kobe, can be can be carried by Michael Jordan. In football, you cannot be totally carried by one player. And so you need help. And Tom Brady knows how to lead his help to victory. And that's the difference, is that you see all these players with stacked rosters. Just look at the Chiefs. I know they had injuries, but do you see how many all uh, Pro Bowl players they had on their team, even on their defense, who I think is really overrated? But Chris Jones, Tyron Matthew, all these players on their defense, and then they get destroyed. I, I don't know what to say. You see all these players like Aaron Rodgers has only won one Super Bowl, and he has all he's a great defense, a sixth-rated defense, I think. What are they going to do? They couldn't, they couldn't stop Tom Brady. Tom Brady scored 31 points. The Bucs scored 30 points or more in every, Super, in every game they played. They scored 31 against Washington. They scored 30 against... New Orleans, they scored 31 against the Packers and then scored 31 against the Chiefs. Not only are they consistent, 
but they want all those games because if you score 30 points, you should win the game. And I think that's why it hurts me to say, like, to see people, like, hurt. No, it hurts me to see how people talk about Tom Brady sometimes because he lost the Super Bowl when he scored 33 points against the Eagles where he had one bad play the entirety of the game. When, he, when, when his right guard, Shaq Mason, couldn't hold a block and he was looking downfield and the ball got knocked out of his hands. He threw for over 500 yards, three touchdowns. It, I don't know. It's just hard to see. And like you said, Todd Bowles gets a lot of credit. He should. He deserves it. Just like Bill Belichick does. But they don't win the Super Bowl if Tom Brady's not on the team. I don't think another quarterback in the league has a, the same motivating factor as Tom Brady. Because you know when you're with him, his one goal is winning a championship. He doesn't care about Super Bowl MVPs. He could care less. He doesn't care about uh, MVPs. He doesn't care about any personal stats besides one, a ring, which is a team victory, but a personal stat. And he is almost double whatever the second highest quarterback has with four, which is Joe Joe Montana and Terry Bradshaw. Both have four Super Bowl rings. And he's trying next year to get eight. You're absolutely right, uh, Austin. No one could have done this. And by the way, we've been making a lot of comparisons to Super Bowl 50. Peyton Manning was 39 when he, and he did have a surgery, 39 and Tom Brady is 43 and he looked a lot better. Like I, you can always tell with a quarterback when father time's coming up to him. We saw it with Drew Brees this year. We saw it with Big Ben. We saw it with Peyton Manning. Tom Brady doesn't look, he looks good. Like, he looks like a good quarterback. He's great, and he's 43. And I've been reading up about TB12. It is incredible what he has been, what he has done to his body to prolong it. He, like, doesn't drink alcohol except when he's partying with Gronk. (laughs) But he goes to sleep. Like, he has temperature. You should read up. I think I sent you that thing on Twitter. I I did. I saw it, yeah. It's, it's insane, and that's what, like LeBron James said, you need as an athlete, you need to put at least a million dollars just to your body to make sure you can perform at your best. I bet Tom Brady's putting $5 million a year to make sure that he can win a Super Bowl every year. I don't think he will retire until he has 10. And I, I know it's a crazy thing to think about. Crazy. It's absolutely insane to think that he could win 10, but he doesn't even, like... His defense is playing really well, and Peyton Manning got carried to a Super Bowl. But he was still intelligent. He still knew how to lead a locker room. He still knew how to call plays. He still knew how to make short passes. He just didn't have a long pass game. But he knew how to he knew how to play the game. There's quarterbacks that get old and they just can't call plays. They can't call anything because that's not what they did. Their offensive coordinator coordinator called plays. But Tom Brady could get carried to a Super Bowl when he's 48 he, because he's such a winner. I could see it happening. I, I would guarantee, I'm going to say this now, I guarantee you Tom Brady wins at least one more championship. I guarantee it. There is no doubt in my mind that he wins at least one more championship. Yeah, and a lot of people, I don't think that's unrealistic. Like, they can go back to back. If they bring all, all their people, all their players back, like Shaq is a big free agent, Chris Godwin, if they can bring those players back, I'm I'm they have to be the favorite. Like, I think the chiefs are going to fall off because they're in the AFC championship. 
two years ago, win the Super Bowl, in the Super Bowl again, lose. They, I think they just – you can't sustain that. And that's what makes it so crazy about Tom Brady and the Patriots with his with their run. They were just always so good. And they were so consistent. I don't think the Chiefs can do that. And I think a lot of people have been like comparing like can Patrick Mahomes be the GOAT. We talked about it now uh, in the earlier episode before the game. I don't think you should talk about Patrick Mahomes and compare him to Brady. Like let's see what Mahomes does at the end of his career. But right now with Tom Brady, he's been to 10 Super Bowls, won seven. It's it's incredible, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime player. And maybe ever. Like, a guy that goes to 10 Super Bowls, wins seven, and you've mentioned it. He's like a winner. And I think the best comp is Michael Jordan, if we want to go to the NBA. I don't think he's like LeBron. Like, LeBron's been to a lot, but he hasn't won consistently as Michael Jordan did in the NBA. Like, Tom Brady is just – and, like, I think I was talking about with you this off the air. Tom Brady saw a guy crying about the NFC Championship. Like, he's so happy he's won. And Tom Brady's like, what are you doing? There's one game left. This isn't the final road. You need – like, he's just always pushing it, and he's pushing the boundaries on age, pushing the boundaries of you can't do it without Belichick. Well, I just did it without Bel- Belichick, so – Give me another challenge. It's just incredible. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah. I find it hard to believe that people hate him so much. I used not to like him. I used to root against him. In that Eagles Super Bowl, I was so happy the Eagles won. But you know what? The next year when I saw him in the Super Bowl, I was rooting for Tom Brady. And the reason is, you're never going to see this again. Like, if we think about it, I don't think there will ever be another Tom Brady. Just like I don't think there's ever going to be another Michael Jordan. Kobe tried, but Michael was different. He won consistently, like you said, two three-peats. No player is ever going to three-peat twice. Again, ever. Never going to happen again. And that right now is what we're seeing with Tom Brady. I'm rooting for the rest of his career, even though I'm a Packers fan. That he wins as many Super Bowls as he can. Because we're never going to witness this type of greatness for the rest of our lives. So please, for all the you Tom Brady haters, just realize that when he retires, that's it. There will never be a player like this you see that takes this level of care of his body to make sure he can win a Super Bowl. That is so fired up when he goes into games, despite that he's not that athletic. He doesn't have the strongest arm. He was a six-round pick. This is a fairy tale story that's being written in front of our eyes. We are all witnessing this. Our children will not know how great Tom Brady really was. I find it hard to believe how great MJ was because I did not see him play. It's entirely different when you watch a player play live. And please... Please just realize how great Tom Brady is. He doesn't have to be your favorite player, but at least respect him for all the effort he puts in every day, except for those like five days after the Super Bowl, but every day besides those five that he has towards winning a championship every season. You have any ending thoughts? 
Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I was definitely rooting for him because, like, I want to beat the Eagles, but he didn't do the one Super Bowl I wanted Tom Brady to win. He's like, I'm not gonna win it. Thanks, Tom Brady. But also, um, I'm kind of, I'm not a huge fan of Tom Brady. Like, I always root against him, but I, I have to appreciate like this is incredible what he's doing, and um, about the kids and. It's just incredible, and you definitely got to appreciate it because you're right. We're never going to see this again. No offense. Mahomes is great, but Mahomes can't. Like, Tony Romo at the end of the game is like, Mahomes has to win eight Super Bowls. That's – no. That's like, that that can't happen. Like, that's – everyone can go. Everything – anything can happen. That's not happening. This is – once we've already said it. It's crazy. And our kids will know how great Tom Brady is because he's going to be playing while they're, they're going <laughs> to be that, That's the only way they know. That's the only way. Tom, yeah. Tom Brady's starting his second 20-year streak with the team. <laughs> yes. And then he might become coach. Never know. But I don't feel like those uh, great players ever try to coach. They try to own a team. Just look at Michael Jordan. LeBron's going to want to own a team, I feel like. These players want to own a team. They want to be the team. And while the Hornets aren't insanely great, it's a whole different aspect when you own a team, get to pick the coach. And I mean, I guess you could coach if you're also the owner, but well, who knows? Yeah, look at uh, Jerry Jones. What <laughs> if he bought like the Patriots, like Robert Kraft, like dying on his deathbed? Tom Brady comes back. He's like, I'm home. Oh, give me the team. And then fires Bill Belichick. Uh, that would be crazy, but I don't think Bill Belichick yeah. is going to be coaching for any longer than 10 more seasons. Because by then, he'll yeah. be in his 80s almost. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, those, I think that concludes our episode. Thank you for listening. By the way, happy Valentine's Day. In the spirit of Valentine's Day, share our episode with a loved one if you liked it. If you disliked it, share it with an ex like you really don't like. And you just want to get back at him. Like, hey. This great episode. So just share our episodes with an ex or a loved one or both up to you. Be on the lookout for our next episode, which will be in NBA power rankings.